0: It's The Splendid Table from APM, American Public Media. I'm Melissa Clark, in this week for Lynn Rosetto casper I think that we think we have a lot of choices in what we eat, but not
1: according to Simran Sethi, author of Bread, Wine, and Chocolate. I decided to pay a visit to Walmart, which is the uh, number one grocery chain in the United States. And I counted 153 flavors of ice cream, eight different types of yogurt. You know, it looks like we have a plethora of choice, but it's primarily in flavor and secondarily in brand. And I'm just using, you know, ice cream and dairy products as an example. But every one of those containers of yogurt, milk, and ice cream came from one breed of cow. Ninety, nine zero percent of them came from one breed of cow the Holstein Frisson, losing the foods we love, a new era in travel guides, and a lot more
0: this hour on The Splendid Table. This is The Splendid Table from APM, American Public Media, the show for people who love to eat. I'm Melissa Clark from The New York Times, in for Lynn Rosetto-Casper. We all have those friends who are simply good cooks. They seem to operate with a culinary ESP. You know, the bakers who insist on creaming butter that is softened but not warm, or the cooks who sprinkle salt in tiny bits throughout the entire cooking process. Are these just kitchen tricks? Absolutely not. It may be instinctive for some, but it is science to all. Anyone can be a better cook. And with that in mind, our managing producer, Sally Swift, is pairing up with Molly Birnbaum, the executive editor of Cook Science from America's Test Kitchen, for a lesson in fundamentals. Molly, good to have you with us. It's great to be here. So you talked to 10 different people about how to cut up an onion, and everyone has a different opinion. Does the way you cut onion and garlic make a difference to the way they
2: taste? It really does make a difference to the (laughs) way they taste. I knew you were going to say that. It really does. When you cut an onion or a clove of garlic, what you're doing is you're inciting an an interaction within that clove or piece of onion. You're rupturing cells with your knife or with your teeth if you're chewing. And when you break down those cells, you're releasing an enzyme. And that enzyme interacts with an amino acid that's in a different cell right in that garlic. And when those two combine, they create a third component, one that has that super intense flavor or smell and so the flavor of garlic or onion then effectively does not occur until you start cutting it or chewing it. And even after you chop it, that flavor will continue to build for about 10 minutes or more. So if you chop garlic ahead of time before mm-hmm. you put it in-